Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry, we've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Enjoy. I saw this story about a man who just set a Guinness World Record for putting the most Christmas baubles in his beard. Baubles? Yeah, they're like the like Christmas balls that you put on the tree, but they're just little. Like. Okay. Okay. How many? He's got seven hundred and ten in his beard. He must have a big old beard. Yeah, he does. He's got like a, one of those Duck Dynasty. Oh, beards. good for him. I'm on my way to that. Yeah, I know you are. And that's why I thought if I could find them, could I do that to you tomorrow? Mm, sure. If yeah, I, I could don't find know the bobbles? how many we're going to get in this scraggly thing, but we could try it out for sure. How many do you think you could get your hands on? I don't even know where we can find them. That's what I'm Dollar I'm sure store about. probably? Yeah. Yeah, we can try that. I, I think, think it would be fun. I think, uh, I think what I'm going to do as well... I said that I was going to grow my beard out until December 23rd, which is, of course, tomorrow. Yeah. And this is the longest it's ever been. I think I'm past the awkward stage, the uncomfortable stage, that I am going to extend it. You're going to keep it going? I'm going to keep it going till at least 2023. No, at that point, just go to your birthday. Well, my birthday is January 8th. Yeah, it's a weekend. So, Did you know it was January 8th? Yeah. Oh God! What? I don't. When's know when my birthday? birthday? Is June? <laughs> yeah. Uh, give me a sec. <laughs> June. Uh, oh boy, let me scroll back into a calendar and yeah, take you're gonna a look go here. with your Facebook. No, 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 I'm on my calendar. June twenty sixth. No, not even close. June twelfth. Yeah. See, I was close. June twenty sixth was a Sunday. I remember it being a Sunday. So I took a stab with the 26th, 12th, June 12th, June 12th, June 12th, June 12th. You're going to forget. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. How much do you tip the delivery driver? Like last night we got food Mm -hmm. and the food came to uh, 40 bucks. Yeah. I tipped five bucks. Is that acceptable or do you think you should tip more than that? I don't know. I just clicked the middle one. Oh, you click a percentage. Well, it's on there. There's like the three options. Yeah, 15, 18, or 20. It, oh, is that what it is now? I don't know. I always just click the middle one. The middle I one. I thought it was 10, 15, 20 or something. No, no. I think 15, 18, 20. So let's say 40 times 0. 0.18, $7.20. Yeah, I'm, I'm That seems a lot to, to me. I would say that's a lot. I think... Five bucks on really any delivery is well. That's the thing is, I wish it was like a, and I mean, I guess you can put in whatever you want, but I think it's silly that it would be a percentage of what you spent at a place. Yeah, like you, and that's why you can skip what you were saying and just put in what you want to put in. Because if you spent like if you got expensive food, but it was still small, like still the same size as a box of pizza why am i tipping you more you didn't do anything to prepare this food yeah it was someone else doing Mm -hmm. it yeah um so that's what i did last night was five dollars also since it was so cold last night i said to the delivery driver like you can come in while we do this transaction right no that's okay he closed our like storm door and just stood there so i'm looking at him transaction what transaction did you do i had to pay oh I thought everybody just ordered on skip the dishes. No, other delivery options do exist. <laughs> so yeah, he's out there like watching me in, and I wouldn't even say the warm house because I was bare feet and my oh. feet were frozen after. Speaking of my feet, I had a nice little foot bath last night. Did ya? Ah, yeah, I got a big old 
bowl, mm-hmm. put some Epsom salts in there, yeah. and just chilled with Nile and watched TV while my feet soaked. Nice. The replay with Mark and Jess. We're having flight problems again. Big surprise. Yeah, like delays, cancellations. People are getting really fed up. All over Western Canada. Yeah, right? I think it's been bad here too, where people have been, had flights delayed even like a day or two. Um, That's because where they're where they're going, they're like, for example, probably maybe flying out to BC, Vancouver, Vancouver and they can't. Calgary seem to be where the real problems are. Yeah. Okay. Um, friend of mine, his son was trying to get out to BC and he got stuck in Calgary. For how long? They canceled his flights. Okay. Like he, done. he couldn't find anything either way. So he was like on Facebook. Do I know anybody in Calgary that could either pick him up from the airport or somebody that might be like driving one way or the other that he could hop in with and to did, get out of there? And did he get out of there? Or do you know? I don't know. I should message him and be like, hey, where's your kid? I feel like what they need to do or what people need to do is remember that story that you shared, I think, or, or was it that I shared for Tell Me Something Good where that group of uh, people down oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. States, uh, something happened, flight got canceled, they rented a van and drove like 10 hours. That's what people are probably going to have to do because they want to get home for the holidays, yeah. right? Um, and yeah, I think like Vancouver is a real mess right now. Like the whole city, not just with the airport, but yeah. I've seen videos because when it snows out there, people don't know what to do. Yeah. And they can't. It's like the apocalypse. Yeah. And they can't drive in snow. And I saw a video of someone driving like an Aston Martin car trying to get through the snow and like, oh my God. Uh, do you have more to say on that? Because I got something else to say. Oh, well, all I was going to say about the flight thing is that it's funny because yesterday Kirsten was complaining because this year her and her boyfriend are driving home for Christmas and she usually flies. And she was like, I'm just dreading it because it's usually an hour flight and I'm home. Now we have to do this big drive. Yeah, but it's. You're going to get home versus potentially not getting home, right? So Um, This just reminded me, uh, it's not about flight delays, but uh, we're going to go to Arizona in March, Mm -hmm. and that'll be Niall's first time on an airplane. Did I tell you this? Yeah. Well, not on the air, but yeah. Yeah. And I'm already anxious about it because I don't want him to just ball the entire three-hour flight. And if he does... People will understand. It's a baby, right? Yeah, but did I say this to you as well? We got to get our credit cards ready because in case he is bawling the entire time, we have to buy the (laughs) entire plane booze. It's going to be an open bar for three hours. Drink up. It'll be a $1,500 tab. The Mark and Jess replay. A little girl in Australia thought she was going to beat the claw machine. The land down under. So, yeah, she thought she was going to beat the claw machine. Which is impossible. She went inside it. Oh, she climbed right in it? Yeah, you know how they've got a pretty big doggy door there for you to get the prize out? Yeah. So she went in, and then she got in and realized, well... First of all, she couldn't even climb into the bin to get toys because it's high, right? They've got that plastic. Yeah, yeah. So, so the toys don't, you know, fall, fall out. in. Yeah, so she couldn't reach them. And then the door pushes in, so she couldn't get it open. So she was stuck inside. For how long? And I mean, her parents are, are there. Yeah, so. they're filming it. Oh, they're <laughs> And yeah, she's crying that's a good and they're taking pictures and, and she's struggling to get out and how stuff. How old does she look and how big would you say she is? She is 
Uh, how old did it say she was? She can't be very old, I'm four. guessing. Yeah. Um, she's she tall for you. Oh, maybe she's not that tall. No, she doesn't look that big. Yeah. That's why <laughs> she was girl. able to sneak in there. Now, did she get a toy and take it with her when they let her out? No. The dad, I think the dad got her out somehow. I don't even know how. I just see her now outside of it. And you and your, I love oh, just pictures. Your, it's just pictures. Oh, yeah. okay. I'll, I'll let you slide on this one. That's uh, that's like a fear of uh, getting stuck when if you're getting something at a vending machine and it gets yeah. and you think you can like reach it with your hand, but you don't. Have you ever get, tried that? Have I tried? Oh yeah. Have you Sticking not? Your hand up in there? Yeah. You try to. You can get. No, I do the body check the thing and. Well, that's pretty dangerous too. Because what if the vending machine then falls on you? But I actually did that to the vending machine in the back recently. I didn't hit it very hard, but there was a bag of chips kind of hanging there. Give it a shake. Did you get it? Uh, yeah, I mean, of course. I'm strong. <laughs> the replay with Mark and Jess. Not sure if you saw this or not. The Regina Humane Society posted uh, yesterday a story about a cat that was found outside. Mm. Um, so someone was driving on a highway outside of town and they noticed something kind of on the side of the road and as they got closer, they realized there was a cat and this person jumped out and the cat was frozen to the ground. Oh, this poor cat. Right? So the person was able to slowly and gently, you know, get the cat unstuck Mm -hmm. and uh, took him to the Regina Humane Society and they named him Blaze. Blaze. Because they slowly... You know, warmed him up. Aww. Uh, so they posted a video of Blaze. He's a just a cute black cat. Um, his ears were frozen, so they think he might lose some of his ears mm-hmm. or like kind of all of them, right? Um, his tail was too, but they think they're going to be able to save his tail. So they got him there. They fed him. He's recovering, which is awesome. And shout out to the person that stopped, right? No kidding. Um, now... We obviously don't know the scenario of how this cat got outside. Yeah. But remember the story of Kevin the cat that was uh, that was left outside a few years back? No. Johnny Humane Society got him. Someone put him in a kennel and drove him out of town. And then and dumped him out dumped there? Them. Ugh. Brutal. That. Yeah. People that do that, I hope they get karma for doing that. Yeah. Like if you find a cat or if you... Don't want your cat anymore for some reason. Surrender them. Surrender them to the Regina Humane Society. And if you're feeling shame, if you think people are going to judge you for bringing your cat there, they're not gonna. But if you feel that way, then drop the cat off at like seven fifty nine, and they open at eight or whenever they open, and then they'll get the cat and make sure the cat is safe and warm. Yeah, they're gonna judge you more if you leave it on the side of the highway. Exactly, that's brutal, and a cat doesn't deserve that. And this reminds me as well. This isn't really related, but sort of. I saw, uh, I think it was the Regina Humane Society posted a 12-year-old dog up for adoption, Mm -hmm. and it was like... I figured out the story from someone. The Humane Society didn't post this, but they just like the dog was becoming too much for them, so they just surrendered the dog. It's like, a sad dog. A dog is a lifelong commitment. Don't get a dog and then be like, oh, this is more work than I thought it was going to be. I'm going to take it back to the Humane Society. No, like it is a. 10, 15 year commitment, maybe even 20 if it's a cat. It wasn't like an older person that couldn't take care of him anymore? No. 
It wasn't. I know. That. Yeah. That's so sad because they bond with you and they love you and then you do that. Yeah, and then they don't know why that's happening. Yeah. Aw, and then they miss you. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cry. Brutal. That's awful. Yeah, don't, don't do that. It's a lifelong commitment. The Mark and Jess Replay. So Zillow, they are like a real estate website, I think, in the States. Anyway, they have a listing for Santa's house. And Santa's uh, selling his house? I don't think he's selling it, but they like to like every year say how much it would cost if you were going to buy oh, it. Oh, they want to highlight it. Okay. Yeah. So he, Well, this year it's going to be ugly with in, inflation and mortgage rates and oh boy. Yeah. So I guess it actually went up 77% from the time that they first listed it six years ago to now. <sighs> I hope my house does that in six years. Jeez. As long as the other ones don't, and then you can buy one. Right. Uh, anyway, so he lives on 25 acres. Uh, nice. his, his house, yep. the main one, was built in 1822. Okay. So how, big, like how big is it? 2,500 square feet. That's a good size. Bungalow? Two story? It's a bungalow. Ooh, that's a sprawling bungalow. It's nice. It's a log cabin. Oh! Oh, yeah. Here, I'll send it so you can look at it. And uh, what do you think it's worth? Well, I better not look then. Well, no. It's that guess and then you can look. Um, what do I think it's worth? It's got little houses for the elves. And oh, boy. 2.1 million. No, actually. It's much more affordable than that. 1.1 million. 1.1 1. <laughs> off by a million. 1.1 million. Okay. Wow. Beautiful. Isn't that nice? They got it decorated up real nice too. Oh yeah. Yeah. They got little cat, little tiny homes for the elves. Yeah, they got the cute. toy shop. They got everything. Well, you know they in the off off season for them they should post it on. Uh, Airbnb? Airbnb, yeah. yeah. They could make some extra coin renting that thing out. I'd go up, up to the North Pole and hang there. Beautiful. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. I have a dilemma that I want help with. Okay. <laughs> so uh, this morning I was leaving for work mm -hmm. and I'm going to zip up my boot and I look down. I've got my flashlight on to do up my shoes because... I get dressed in the dark. I actually put my shirt on backwards this morning and felt, felt the tag. What Are your clothes in the bedroom where Drew is sleeping? Yeah, and I use a flashlight to find them. See, that's why you need to do what I did and um, swap when we moved into our new house. Yeah. My clothes are in the spare bedroom so I can go in there, turn the light on and get dressed that's with lights Drew's on. That's where clothes are. That's where mine should be, yeah. Exactly. You need to do it, uh, yeah, opposite. Uh, so anyway, I, yeah, put my shirt on backwards first this morning, got that fixed. Then I'm going to zip up my boot and I'm already like, okay, I, I have no more time. I got to get going here. Um, and I look down and there's a hole in my brand new pants that I just bought. Not a, you didn't buy them with a hole like I do. Yeah, I think, no, no, I don't think they're supposed to have a hole. It's right here on the leg. Like the seam is just not, look. Oh, yeah. So that's a pain. So I got them from Costco. So <laughs> so it's not like they cost you a fortune. But they did, well, they didn't, but I got a two pack for 20 bucks, I think. And I already wore the first pair. And so then I had these on and I'm like, well, I mean, if I'm going to take them back, I already wore the first pair, so I might as well just, I have no time to change, so mm -hmm. I just wore them with the hole. Um, 
Do you think I could take them back? God, yeah. Costco's return policy is like the most lax return policy ever. What about the ones that I wore already? Yeah. And like exercised in, should I wash them or can I just take them If you back? exercised in them, I would wash them, but I doubt they'll go back onto the shelf for them to sell, right? I imagine they'll get them and then I don't know what Costco would do. Maybe maybe at the end of the year or throughout the year, they donate those kind of clothes to local shelters and stuff like that. Mm. I don't know, but I would definitely, yeah. It's not my fault there's a hole in them. Not them. No. And they're not going to, like I said, they have the most lax return policy. I swear I've heard people take like barbecues back 10 years after they bought them. Really? They're like, oh yeah, bring it on in. Here we go. It's like, what? What? (laughs) How are they making money over there? Also selling hot dogs for a buck 50. (laughs) This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. This week, and I think a bit of last week, we've been mentioning that there's construction on Victoria Avenue, mm-hmm. Quantsgate to Park Street. Mm-hmm. So I made my way out uh, east yesterday, not to check out the construction or anything. I was just out that way. And uh, then coming back towards downtown, which is westbound, um, I noticed there wasn't one thing that made me think there was construction going on there. (laughs) No, okay, I drive out there all the time and I've never really noticed it, but I don't know, they say there's construction and I don't really know where Quantsgate is, so I just assumed I didn't know where it was. Quantsgate is, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I should pull up the map, but I think Quantsgate is way out by PV Mart, isn't it? Like that far out? Quantsgate. Yeah. If it's out there, there's definitely. I've been. I'm out there all the time. I went to Dairy Queen the other night. There was no uh, construction. I don't know. Um. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So there, all the way to Park Street, and it says start date December 13th, end date December 26th. Not one single thing out there <laughs> that shows there's construction going on. Or has been. Or has been. Yeah. <laughs> So, and when I was driving out that way, I'm like, oh man, this is going to be a nightmare getting back downtown. It's going to be backed up, lots yeah. of construction, this and that. Smooth sailing. So, do you think that the city thinks there's people out there working and they're getting paid and they're just not working? Because they're like, it's too cold. I'm not doing it or what? Oh, I didn't think of that. I thought maybe, but I mean, it's road construction. This would never happen. I thought maybe they got done early (laughs) and they just haven't updated the website. But yeah, mm, probably not the case. You're listening to the Mark and Jess replay. You're a lottery ticket buyer, right? Sometimes, yeah. When do you buy? When it's big. When it's big, yeah. Like, at what point do you say, okay, that's big enough, I'm going to buy? 60 million, probably. Oh, 30 ain't good enough for you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Just 30? No, thank you. All right, let me ask you this. I was driving yesterday, and I passed the SO on North Albert, right by the McDonald's there, Mm -hmm. and there was a sign that said, million dollar winner sold here, and then an arrow, and you know, come and buy your tickets here. If you see a sign like that, is that enticing you to go in and buy a lottery ticket from that place? No, I'm not going to buy. Oh, you think the winning's all done there? Yeah, lightning doesn't strike twice. No, I'm going somewhere else. Let me Google that. Does lightning strike twice? Well, well, well. (laughs) 
Myth. Lightning never strikes in one place twice. Fact. Actually, lightning can and often does strike the same place repeatedly, especially if it's a tall and isolated object. Huh. In July 1970, Sullivan was struck while in his front yard. The lightning hit a near... <laughs> okay, well, you should have looked at this. Have the same places sold winning lottery tickets. Oh, that's too much work now. I'm too busy down a rabbit hole of seeing this Sullivan guy that's been struck by lightning seven times? Oh my god. This can't be. Yeah. That's He's recognized unlucky. by Guinness World Records as the person struck by lightning. You think he tried to get struck by lightning? Standing out in the storm with a golf club in the air? You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. I saw someone post on social media yesterday about never having to ask their neighbor to borrow sugar or milk or anything like that. Have you ever had to, when cooking or baking, message a neighbor or ran over to a neighbor's house? No. Never. I don't think that's really a thing, is it? I've used other other things for my neighbor before. Like what, for example? Um, Like my one neighbor this summer when I was staying in my house, she brought me a ladder because she didn't like the ladder I was using. Which was mine. Yeah. <laughs> she thought it looked scary. Um, oh, it's fine. <laughs> and then, yeah, but hers was cool because it could like, it could go straight up or it could turn into an A-frame ladder or it could turn into a platform ladder. Jesus. Yeah, it was cool. Is your neighbor Elon Musk? How did you afford that ladder? <laughs> and then my other neighbor, um, we borrowed her lawnmower because ours died right at the end of summer. You had a real issue all summer, it seemed like, with your lawnmower. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Is it fixed now? No, we bought a new one. Oh. And then I also, that same neighbor, we used her snow shovel one one year when it was like crazy because we've got a big scoop and she's got a big scoop. So it made it a lot faster when we had two. Mm, tag teamed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I've never had to call my neighbor to be like, well, first of all, I don't really cook much anyway. <laughs> um, and we have like a corner store near us. So I've ran there to get sour cream and stuff. Uh, since we've moved in, I think I've borrowed... Actually, I borrowed a lot from my one neighbor, mm -hmm. um, but the one thing that really came in handy was when we were painting and stuff, we hadn't moved in yet. Yeah. We ordered takeout, showed up, no cutlery. Oh. Called the neighbor. Oh, yeah, I got tons of plastic cutlery. Boom. The Mark and Jess Replay. When it comes to opening Christmas gifts, what do you guys do? I'll tell you what we do. So, and Casey was surprised... Uh, the first Christmas that we spent together that I wanted to do this. Okay. So on Christmas Eve, and this was throughout my entire life, like growing up, we did this. Christmas Eve, we'd open one gift. Mm -hmm. That's it. And then Christmas Day is when you open the rest. So the first year, I said to Casey, hey, let's open a gift tonight. She's like, what? <laughs> no, we can't do that. We have to wait. I said, no, we got to open a gift Christmas Eve. So we've been doing that for the past however many years we've been together. Mm -hmm. Now, you and Drew, do you guys open a gift on Christmas Eve or not? No. You don't. Mm -mm, I don't not? like that. What? Why? That day, that's it. No. no. I like to do it all at once. No, I don't like it. So you guys even growing up didn't do that? Mm-mm. Huh. No way. Yeah, because then, because I, I've told you, right? I get impatient. I'm excited. Yeah. So I want to 
see Casey open one of her gifts, so that's why. So she's going to open like the big gift on no. Christmas Eve? No, 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 no. And then you got all those little ones. Yeah, it'll be one of the little ones. No, the big one has to be on Christmas Day, but one of the littler ones she'll open on, on Christmas Eve, and then she'll give me a little one to open too. Hmm. Yeah. I'm Try excited it. to see which little one she opens. Don't say what I got. I know, you but know? there's one in there that I'm like, oh, I hope that's the one she opens first. Is it the one that I could have bought at, like, Shoppers? Yep. The Replay with Mark and Jess. Tell me something good. With Mark and Jess. A Yorkton Dance Studio is giving back this holiday season. The Extrava Dance Studio, led by owner Kristen Weber, they've organized multiple drives for the community in Yorkton. Uh, they've helped out seniors with stockings for seniors program the salvation army through an annual toy drive they've even uh, done some drives for local pets they've got like dog food cat food other animal products uh just this week they delivered the stockings 500 stockings stuffed to seniors homes in yorkton camsack and priestville and also this is really cool um it's unfortunate but cool that they stepped up and did this an apartment fire broke out in yorkton displaced 15 families so through social media this dance studio got four trailer loads full of stuff for these families oh wow they're helping everybody mm-hmm. Tell me something good. so jonathan werner is a 12 year old boy scout from minnesota and this is his second year doing this so his dad um grew up in the foster care system Mm -hmm. and he said from what his dad told him he didn't really have much of a Christmas growing up so he wanted to help kids that are in foster care to have a better Christmas so he's teamed up with different social workers anyone that would like to be part of this and they give him a list of things that the kids might want things kids need Um, and then he goes and raises money throughout the year and goes shopping for these kids so uh, this year and he'll do like multiple shopping trips uh, he bought about 600 presents overall. He fundraised for this all on his own, just selling popcorn this year. Oh uh, the total was around $11,000, and he's going to help out 138 different kids across Minnesota this year. Wow, that's amazing. Tell me something good. Wow, you actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.